Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we are getting a little better at life. I am your host, Corey Mascara, and if you listened to the last episode, you know I was in Philly. I still am in Philly in an Airbnb with thin walls, which is why I am speaking quietly. So I hope you enjoy, or at least don't resent, the softer, quieter tone of voice. In today's episode, I am going to give you three reasons why not to look at your phone in a situation where it would be relatively harmless to look at your phone. More to come on that in a moment. But first, let's start by settling in with the sound of the bells. Okay, so over this past weekend, I was having lunch in a room with a lot of other people, and most of the people were bunched into groups talking to one another, but there was one person I saw who was sitting alone, and usually when I see people sitting alone or eating, especially in public spaces where there's a lot of other people interacting. That person will have their phone out, will be scrolling or listening to something. But this person that I was observing, she wasn't on her phone. She wasn't reading anything. She wasn't looking at anything else. She was just sitting there, eating her meal, seemingly enjoying her experience. And so I started to think about what's the logic to not look at your phone in those moments, right? If we strip away all of the different ideas we have of that we should or shouldn't be on our phone, that it's mindful or not mindful, if we get rid of all those different judgments we have toward technology, really, like, what what does it matter if we were to pull out our phone? In many cases, right, it can make the moment seemingly more enjoyable, Maybe we catch up on email, we scroll through Facebook, watch a YouTube video, read the news, whatever. These are, they can be ways that that seem to enhance the moment. And I think we've all had these experiences where we're doing something that seems relatively mundane, just like sitting alone and eating a meal. And I think the logical pushback is like, so what is the harm of pulling out my phone and kind of checking something or distracting myself. These are the kinds of questions I like to ask. I don't take it at face value that, well, to be mindful means not being on technology. No, I really want a a logical, practical argument for not being on my phone in those moments. So I started to think about it. And I'm going to give you three reasons why it might not be in your best interests to look at your phone in those moments and to actually just drop into whatever it is you're doing. So the first reason, you have the opportunity to cultivate a mind that is a little less neurotic and a bit more at peace. Often what is happening in those moments where you're sitting in a coffee shop or in this case eating a meal by yourself, 
there's going to be the knee-jerk tendency to fill that moment with some increased sense of pleasure or entertain entertainment. And so we feel that conditioning of the mind that rapidly wants to fill that gap, uh, to entertain itself. And that is a, a cycle that we can easily reinforce and perpetuate by playing it out in a single moment. When your mind feels that desire to fill the gap, and then it gets that desire met, well, in the future, when that desire comes up, it's going to feel just as strong or if not a little bit stronger, and we're going to expect it to be met often quicker. And so the agitation in that space, that gap, that void that I'm talking about where we need to be entertained, while the tension there is just going to get stronger and stronger and stronger, the more the mind gets used to getting its little fix. So in that moment of being by yourself or sitting on the toilet or standing in line at the grocery shop, all these opportunities you have to pull out the phone, to feel that urge and to not fuel it is actually starting to recondition the mind in relationship to that desire. And then subsequently in the future, that desire has less grip on you and subsequently creates less tension within you, which ultimately leads to a greater sense of peace in the mind. So that's the first reason, not fueling the tendencies of mind that actually create to more, lead to more anxiety, neuroticism, and tension. The second reason why you might consider not looking at your phone in these moments is because you have the opportunity to deepen concentration. Concentration is becoming a bit of a lost art in our world right now. There are so many ways that we can distract ourselves and during tasks that will often require sustained attention, it's very easy to go to our phone, to check our email, to often use technology in some way to take us off task. Well, concentration only develops through a series of sustained moments of awareness, essentially reducing moments of being unpresent. That's what develops concentration over time. And concentration uh, is not only useful for productivity and work and getting things done and having a conversation, it has as its byproduct uh, very deep tranquility and ease and I, I don't think that's too hard to imagine right a, a mind that is very anxious as uh, frenetic is jumping from one thing to the next ping-ponging back and forth thinking about this and that and this and that and not always in like a, an imaginative creative way but often in a, again a very neurotic frenetic type way concentration is more one-pointed it's more still the attention is collected. So in those moments where you have the opportunity to look at your phone, well, that's a way that you can actually break the presence, the awareness that you're bringing to whatever you're doing. Usually when we go on to our screen, although it is possible to do that with a degree of presence and mindfulness, 
we're usually getting sucked into the screen itself, into the story, whatever we're looking at, clicking on something, going to something else, ping-ponging from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. Well, not doing that, not indulging in that, and just focusing on whatever you're doing, in this case, let's just say eating a meal, well, you're practicing the very basic art of being with one thing and sustaining your attention on that thing. Practicing that art of concentration will inevitably bleed into subsequent moments, and you'll most likely be more inclined to practice that way of relating to your tasks throughout the day if you practice it in these simple moments where you would be more inclined to pull out your phone. So that's the second one. You have the opportunity to develop the lost art of concentration. The third reason why you might consider not going on your phone in these moments is to practice staying attuned to the subtle pleasure of simplicity. Yes, the subtle pleasure of simplicity. Filling our seemingly mundane moments with entertainment is a very slippery slope. It starts out pretty innocently, like, ah, I'm having a meal. Let me just enhance this moment by watching a YouTube video or seeing if I got any comments on Facebook or Instagram or scrolling through, catching up, or checking the news, right? It really is relatively benign. Who who cares? And uh, it often does kind of feel a little bit more fun, right? The phone is more entertaining than a salad. <laughs> Last time I checked, like, there's lots of shiny lights. Uh, it's really cool technology. There's pictures. It's updates. So there's a lot there that, that is certainly entertaining. We can't deny that. But what happens when we fuel that, that initial impulse, when we do it once, it's like, okay, I could just be eating this salad. Let me also watch a YouTube video. Well, now the subtle pleasures that might come with the simplicity of whatever you're doing, such as eating a meal, uh, become increasingly seemingly not that compelling. The taste of your food and the, the flavor of that and the joy that that might have otherwise brought kind of feels dull compared to all the other entertaining things we could be doing. The scrolling through Instagram, the Facebook, the emails, blah, 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 blah. We're all familiar with it. And now we're, we're slowly but surely conditioning our mind to need more entertainment, bells and whistles, excitement, in order to find some quality of, of joy. But as we know, that is a very slippery slope, and we habituate to those higher levels of, of excitement, and then we need more and more and more, and it ends up creating actually extra anxiety in our system, and we get so far removed from the subtle pleasures of simplicity, of just being, of stillness, of sitting, of nobody needing anything from us, or listening to someone else's conversation nearby, 
or watching the cars drive by as we're sitting in a coffee shop or tasting one sip of our coffee and then taking a breath after that and being still and letting the taste settle in our mouth. All of these things that can actually be tremendously rich just feel more dull when we condition ourselves to be caught up in that extra excitement and entertainment. So you have the opportunity to not fuel that and get caught in that never-ending treadmill by catching yourself in those moments of wanting to go to your phone and actually dropping in and say, can I just be with all the subtle joys and pleasures or simplicity of of what's here right now without having to distract myself or entertain myself anymore. So these are three reasons why you might consider not immediately going on your phone or going on your phone at all in those moments. I'm not saying it's the worst thing ever. I still do it. It's a great opportunity to sometimes check up on email, to make a phone call. I get it. We got a lot of stuff going on. We're trying to fit in all the practical things throughout the day. And sometimes, yes, we just want to scroll through Facebook, scroll through Instagram, and kind of forget about maybe whatever it is we're going through that day. I get it. We all need that sometimes. But if you're looking for some reasons to maybe not do this, here are three. One, you're cultivating a mind that's a little less neurotic and more at peace. Two, you're developing the lost art of concentration. And three, you're training yourself to appreciate the subtle pleasure of simplicity. So I hope this inspires you to uh, at least consider how you're interacting with your technology and distraction and entertainment in general in those moments where it seems like the low-hanging fruit, the default thing to go to. Have some fun exploring this. It's all part of the journey of practicing human. I'll talk to you tomorrow, and until then, take care. Hey, my friends, before you go, a couple announcements in the after party. First, if you like this episode or you think you know someone that might enjoy it or someone that's on their phone a lot, feel free to share it with them. It definitely helps spread the message. And we are all in this practicing human experience together. So it's a, an act of generosity and it also continues to help us reach more people with this podcast. Second, if you liked today's content, uh, around technology and exploring that. I have a whole section in my book, uh, Stop Missing Your Life, around uh, technology meditations you can do. That is like, intentional presence-based activities that you do with your phone, not in spite of your phone, that can really uh, uh, build on what we did here today. So you could get that in Stop Missing Your Life, which is available on Amazon, in bookstores, Barnes & Noble, etc. Uh, if you want free resources, guided meditations, app recommendations, sleep meditations, you could text your email address to this number. The number is plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight. You'll get an automated email with all of those resources. And lastly, if you are enjoying uh, this podcast, we'd love it if you left a review on iTunes. Simple review 
uh, goes a really long way for letting other people who might be interested in this podcast know what it's all about, share what you're appreciating, what you enjoy. I really do love reading them and uh, hearing the feedback. So, um, so that goes a really long way, and I'm very grateful. That's all for the after party. Great being with you today. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And until then, as always, take care.